Yo, what's going on? What's good? It's your boy Tyrone, and welcome once again to MTG Brainstorm. That's right, I'm back again to bring you another glorious week of magic. Got some new stuff to talk to y'all about. Um, spoilers, the stuff that happened at uh, Star City, uh, Star City Games, I think uh, Phoenix. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and give y'all my insight on on the uh, rules changes and my little uh, also my little insight on uh, deck brewing. I've been given uh, a lot other type of information and other parts on it on my uh, you know my solo my really solo only that you only can find on mtgbrainstorm.com is the words of Friday Night Magic King that's why I you know really hit hard on the um, Friday Night Magic to give y'all tips each week and and ideas um, mostly right now I'm pushing you know about um, own deck brewing type of deal but uh We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, if you want to, after you listen to this podcast, you want to check out some other stuff, uh, head over to the website. I always post uh, the recent episodes on the front page, but if you want to go and check out the other episodes, you can uh, just click on the the podcast tab and go and check them out. Let's go ahead and let's get started for this week, man. Alright, let's pop it up. Um, I think... We'll just go ahead and get the spoilers out of the, some of the spoilers out of the way. I am mostly not gonna get too much into the cards. Well, some of the cards I'm getting into, some I'm not. Mostly it's just what I think about the powers and the the cost of some of these some of these cards. Pretty much that's pretty much all I'm really gonna get into right now. But um. I'm sitting going down the list now, looking at them. Um, I think the most recent one that uh, that a lot of people are talking about right now is uh, one dropped uh, Appetite for Brains. It's a um, uncommon one black sorcery. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. You may choose from it. I mean, uh, you may choose a card from it with a converted mana cost of four or greater and exile that card. You know, they're kind of bringing it back, like with all the other, um, the, what's it, uh, Kozlek, no, not Kozlek, oh man, I can't remember the name, but the other uh, type of one drops that we had recently from uh, N12 and uh, other sets that just came up, um, basically able to dig into um, your opponent's hand and it's always good to be able to look and and it's just and especially if you haven't seen the card I'll definitely look at the card I mean if you like zombies and all that kind of jazz and basically that's that's the card for you right there so that's quite it actually that's quite nice because it helps is because I kind of can see kind of see how and why they're doing it because you got um some cards, uh, what's the name? Demon Lord, uh, Asma. He's, it's a four drop. Uh, you got, um, Harvester of Souls. He's a six drop. Um, I mean, Demon Death Touch. I mean, some of these creatures are ridiculous. I mean, it's, 
Yeah, one creature that costs eight, four, and four black. Legendary, uh, legendary, um, Grismo brand. I mean, come on. And, and some of these cards, especially with the, the, the whole, uh, whole miracle, man, stuff, it's, it's gonna be crazy. I mean, really, I, I really think that it's going to be. Right now, I'm sitting here trying to just imagine what it's gonna be like when we play these cards. I mean, I mean, don't you ever, when you new set come out, you just just can't wait. Think about, oh man, is this gonna be like this and that? I mean, really, uh, only part that hurts me the most is that, and you know, uh, the whole. Um, I know it's not over yet. I know they haven't shown everything up here yet, though. But what hurts me the most is. You know, I really wanted to get werewolves running, you know, going, but there's nothing, uh, I mean, they didn't even help it. I mean, they didn't get, like, any other type of spell cards or anything, so that, that's really, you know, really thing about the deck is pretty much dead, because it really doesn't do nothing. Uh, I mean, it, it has the creatures, but you don't have enough, you don't have the right amount of creatures, then it doesn't, doesn't do good. I mean, if you play werewolves, you gotta pick up, pick a color and play that color werewolves mixed with something else. I mean, it's just not not the way that we wanted to play it. But, but like I said, this says not over yet. This is what only sixty four cards out over. Um, let's see, what's the, what's the number again? I think it's uh, two forty four. Sixty two or two forty four right now. Uh, today's uh, Monday the sixteenth, so. I guess, I guess we still got plenty, plenty of time. But man, it's just, I just wish that they'll just bring us something for more for werewolves. That, that was my deck, man, but, oh, what can you do? But, uh, the, the new planeswalkers, uh, you got a five drop blue, the moon sage, and then you have, uh, the double red, uh, fiend blood, blooded, and Tabit the Fiend, but I mean, uh, pretty much all the other guys, the other podcasts you probably listen to, Larry touched on the blue, but on the red Flames Walker, I mean, the majority of y'all listeners probably already seen it though, but draw a card, then discard a card at random. That's pretty much a, um, this is Ravens right there for you, and then you got his negative four. He deals damage equal to number of cards in target player's hand. Uh, yeah, target player's, uh, to that, uh, in that player's hand. So, negative four, so that means you gotta kinda gotta draw into it. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. Equal number of cards in target player's hand to that player. Mm. Really, I mean, well, if you think about it, you got that one, uh, the one red card, uh, where is it at? Uh, Forge's Soul. Basically, you pay the miracle cost. Bam, you made him blast, uh, you made him redraw seven cards. Then you hit him with a negative four. So that's seven damage. I mean, I mean, it, it's possible. I, I mean, trust me. Sometimes you, you just can't get past, uh, Stuff like that. I mean, my look of it now is that a lot of the times, if you think something that doesn't work, always, always, always try it before you just vacate it. 
you know, because one thing, I'm not gonna get into that part yet. Let's uh, move on. I'll, I'll bring in the part once I start talking about the other parts of brewing. But it, that just this already just shows you how strongly I feel about the whole, uh, you know, doing your own thing, building your own stuff. But let me go ahead and get through these cards. Um, you have uh, Jordan Salt. And uh, you probably hear my dog in the background going crazy because I'm I guess I'm too loud for him and uh, to her she wants to go to sleep. <laughs> Anyways, um, they're they're showing some potential, but I'm looking for a lot more smaller casting cars because really I'm really it, it I don't see it until um new course that comes out because there's a lot of lot of high casting cards uh, you got doubles and, and doubles and triples and quadruples man I mean it's come on I mean there's a lot and, and the reason I'm saying this is because I really don't see any any type of heavy ramp in these decks at all I mean not in decks but uh in, in it's set so far so Pretty much all the stuff you rely on now is um, Rampant Growth, um, Birds of Paradise, um, Fears of Suns, I mean, all that kind of stuff. I said, well, and what are we going to do when this stuff goes? I mean, how how, how are we going to get past I mean, how are you going to be able to link up to all this without some type of uh, build, you know, build up your ramp or anything like that, so... You, you you won't know until until you try, so just gotta I'm sure that there's something gonna be coming out on the course that we just don't know about yet. So let's just hope that it's that it's something cool, something that we can something that we can rock with, but something's going on, so and don't get me started on these legendary creatures, boy. I mean I mean, they're nice. A lot of nice. I, I really see, you know, angels come back kicking it. And um, a lot of the angels that are out, um, base their angel. You know, they're talking about if they're going to bring that back. Because of, uh, in the corset. Which, me personally, if looking at it, I think it would be a pretty good time to do it. You got your demons and all that kind of good stuff. So, and the Titans uh, supposedly supposed to be gone. They'll cycle out. So, but I believe that they're gonna have some some type of something big and some cracking when it comes out. Some type of other creatures besides the base layer angels and stuff. So, but not bad, not bad at all. Uh, wow, the um. The oscillated uh, lighthouse. Uh, you pay one a blue and a red. You draw a card and discard a card. That card is going to help. Me, really, personally, I can see um, some type of reanimator. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my looks at these cards. I'm just feeling the reanimator. And sometimes you're not you're not gonna be able to drop six stuff like this like crazy. You might be able to. 
because really haven't seen much removal. We don't know about the man leaks uh, or any type of removal that's going to be coming out. Um, and of course, it. I mean, most likely they're going to reprint man leak. Most likely, and I'm not not saying that they are. I'm just going on what I feel. Most likely, because they're going to have they're going to have some type of um, some type of uh, removal, some type of ordeal out there. So. I know everybody's um brewer mind is is going on right now. So like once I see each new card, I mean that's that's a good thing. I'm glad that they do this because I look forward to it. You know, it's just like once once I get like the you know like the the because I usually I go to um, um, mtgsalvation.com uh, to uh, get all my spoilers and stuff. That's so why I get on my Twitter feed and I'm looking at it. And I see that when I'm my wife is like, what are you doing? New cards, new cards, new cards. She hates it to death. I mean, she literally hates me playing Magic. But only she knew how fun it was. But anyway, that's another story. But, uh, yeah, it's just some stuff that is pulled so far is amazing. Now, the two new mechanics is Soulbound and Miracle. Basically, Miracle is, um, I was watching uh, Star City Games, and um, um, I think uh, Kibler was talking about how some players get it, get the, you know, drop the cards and slap it to their hands. Well, pretty much, that's it. There's really no more than that, because once that card hits your deck, I mean that deck, but yeah, uh, hits your hits your hand, it's pretty much the miracle cost is gone, because you say it's not. So it's gonna be a lot more of a uh, you know, like he, he was saying, is people trying to disguise if not they have miracle cards in their hand. I mean, really, I mean, it's just, you get them, it's like, it's like you're playing poker on top of your deck. You look at it, <clears throat> look at your hand, pretty much that's what I want to do. I mean, it, there's going to be a way. I, one thing I say is just look and see how other people, how other people are doing it. Usually, I don't be out, like at my uh, my F and M. Um, I'm about to look, look at this got mural cards. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Look and you know, slam it down. You know, it's, you know what I mean. Uh, it's, it's it's something definitely new, but it's awesome. I like this whole miracle thing. Be able to, you know, the small miracle cost. Uh, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be crazy, and the whole new Isaiah mechanic. But um, like like I like to call it the whole new Vincer, Vincer moves. Um, you'll be able to target when your creatures bounce them in, bounce them out. I mean, right there, champion champion of the parish. It's going to be godly, ridiculous. Really, I I mean you're you're playing this turn one champion, turn two. Uh um. What's what's the um what's his name? Uh Doom Traveler, Blau. So plus one. Cloud shift. Hit the uh uh hit the um the Doom Traveler again. Bow, bring him back, come again, boom, another one, turn three, swing for three. I mean it's possible, it's a possible move. I mean, crazy stuff like that. It's ridiculous. And some of these angels with the um um Champion the Parish, 
the uh see what's found this one angel for you real quick. Wow, the really some of these names of these angels are simply ridiculous. Alright, you got one angel that enters the battlefield and returns. I think you got a couple that uh it's a three, I think I can't remember, I can't can't find it right now. my thing will not reload. But uh it enters the battlefield, I think it's an energy battlefield, then return to permanent under your control. Space has to turn three. So basically you're at three. The angel comes in, boom, bouncer traveler again. Turn about four, so bam, you right there you're slinging in for four. I mean it's 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 crazy. Then say this if I mean right now I'm I'm doing the you know, just the thinking, you know, off top of the wall. You come in and let's say you, you play uh Snapcaster, bam, gets a counter, comes in, you bring back in cloud shift, boom, bounce your uh then you can you can bounce freaking uh um his face again pull another move I, I'm just saying this could be a lot of a lot of you know dicing and chopping this man I'm so excited I can't wait I, I mean I mean the brewing means it's going to get crazy but you know it's it always takes someone to to um put something together to help us get it along because I, I mean I have my ideas now um, I would like to wait to see the whole set when it comes out and and go from there, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, um, when I get into my uh, brewer segment, there I'll basically break that down there for you. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of new cards, a lot of high costing, a lot of bouncing, a lot of plus one counters. I mean, it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, Angel of um, uh, let's see which one is that? Oh, um, absent Angel of Hope. She is ridiculous. Give everybody instructability, all permanence. It's freaking crazy. Uh, Angel of Jubilation. Uh, all the other non-black creatures get plus one. Players can't pay life or sacrifice creatures to cast spells or abilities. That's gonna be nice. No second. And. One part I'm thinking about players can't pay life. Uh, only thing I think of is um, uh, new Frexia type of deals. I don't really know. Oh, okay. I think I think of it now. Okay, you got you got her stopping the where is he at? The legendary demon, you pay seven life to draw seven cards. Grizzlebrand, Grizzlebrand, yeah. So basically, you got her out, you get him in, and you can't pay the life to draw your seven cards. I mean, stuff like that, okay, I see. So basically, hopefully there's going to be some other stuff like that coming out, but we'll see. But pretty much that's my take on the spoilers. Um, there's probably a lot more, a lot of get to more cards. But, uh, we're gonna move over to da, 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 the top 16 of Star City Games. Arizona, we're gonna call it Phoenix Arizona. Uh, I'm gonna run down all, all 16. I'm not gonna talk about all 16, but this one you're here. In this case, you guys haven't went up and checked it out. Uh, you can check out StarCityGames.com. 
to get more official information. Let's get started here. We're going to go from. We'll do it a little different. We'll go from 16 to first place. All right. Start at 16 places. Wolf Run Ramp. Then next is Blue White Delver. Nail Pot Agro. Blue White uh, Pure Steel. Harley's Artif- um, Architects. Efforts of Control. S Control. Uh, tip place, then going on the ninth is red green aggro, blue white delver, blue black control. Oh, what was that? Yeah, blue white delver, nail pod, white black tokens, blue white delver, blue white delvers. Then the winner of first place is red green aggro. So, um, pretty much same old, you know, top, top guys in there, but. I find this deck very interesting. The red green aggro. I found it pretty badass. I guess he's really anticipating the the, the white and you know, the cards. But uh, we'll go into the go into his deck. Um, wow. Uh, let's go with first place. Um, I hate bashing people's names because sometimes I get pissed when people bash my last name. So I'm not gonna. Um, um, do them wrong about trying to pronounce their names, but uh, first uh, first place deck is Red Green Aggro, uh, one Batter Skull, one Sword of Feast of Famine, three Sword of War and Peace, two Friction Metamors. Um, going that's basically starting with the creatures, four Birds of Paradise, one Daybreak Rangers, two Hell Riders, awesome, four A Master of the Fells, awesome. Three Larmor Elves, four Dragon Guys, four Gionic Blast, one Thrun. That's awesome to see one Thrun in there. And um, yeah, one Grook. Yeah, uh, big Grook, baby Grook, Relentless Prime Hunter, Prime Hunter. Uh, Sorceries four Green Sun Zenith, one Red Sun Zenith. I'm grabbing the wrong mouse here. Okay, um, basic lands four fours, four mountains, uh, four Carbon Gorge, three Kessa Wolf Runs. Two root bound crags. Cyborg, one piece of famine, one sword of one piece. Six slimes. Two mana barbs. Active aggression. Uh, here we go. Ancient grudge. Naturalized. One throne, one group, one primal hunter, two art trails. Man. I'm going to get started by saying that. I'm so impressed. Not one single Titan. Not one. Not one. Not one in a red green angle type deck. You don't see any rapid growth. That see this this is what I'm talking about right here, man. I mean I mean this this is a well balanced deck right here. And it's normally not one of one that everybody's playing. You know, he called Red Green Arrow. He see he didn't call any type of any type of wolf run. It's higher, I think it's higher, highest costing creature is the Thrun. I think, let me see here. Thrun is four, no. Yeah, his, his mana curve was four. Yes, even, it, it, oh, oh, if you want to call the Battle Skull. Battle Skull was highest costing card, I think, yeah, or equal to with the, uh, him and Prime Hunter are pretty much the five. Five, okay, five. One Hunter, one Battle Skull, five, but still, everything's, 
you know, most well balanced round four. I mean that that right there, this this right there, just just get the blood flowing in me right now with the thinking about a deck and um what I was playing this week. My Friday night magic, but uh, I'll get into that later on. Uh, and it's awesome. I really I, I pulled it up earlier, really didn't get the chance to look at it, but now I'm gonna look at it. It's I mean, you guys definitely check this deck out. It looks pretty nice. If I had the swords that are like, I'm not even gonna try to imagine how much it costs. Now I haven't looked at looked at the swords, but uh, let's let's give a look. Let's give a look. Let's give a look. Let's give a look. Uh, once it pulls up, then I can do that. Okay, hold on. let's see. Let's look up. Alrighty, and sword of one piece now is forty dollars. Wow, so wow, that's that's, that's a lot of money trying to trying to buy with a sword. Feats of famine is thirty bucks. Um, sort of body and mind is eleven. Pretty much then, you know, but pretty much all these swords are gonna. I'm just that's another thing too that I want. I wonder if, you know, this is just speculation. I'm not saying that they are. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just going off. You you know what you want to see. I wonder if there's gonna be some other type of sword coming out. That's that's what I'm wondering. You know, um, I can see. Let's just let's just go off the the, the, the recent uh, the ones they brought before Fire and Ice. So basically, that's red, blue. I'm I'm not, I'm not I'm talking about nothing recent. You know, just, just picking out colors. You got sort of light and shadow, so that's uh, white, black, uh, blue, red. His famine's red, green. You got blue, green. Yeah, white, red. I'm just wondering if they would do. I wish they would do is a black blue type sword. I mean, I mean that. I, I, I think that'd be. I think that'd be pretty tight. And then mix it up a little bit and do a a uh, green white sword. You, you know, I mean, just just like just stuff, shit like that, man. And uh, I mean, stuff like that, man. It's just it's crazy. And and that's what I I mean that that's the fun part about playing Magic. You just imagine up the cards. And be like, man, if it was me, I'll make this. I'll make that. Turn that around. You know, it's I don't know. It's some stuff they be doing. Some of these cards, like I know the R and D. I know the professionals, man. But sometimes, man, you need to smack them across the head. Like, what were you thinking about when you made this card? It makes no sense. But this very great aggro deck. Is bossly. Definitely, definitely digging it. Definitely digging it. Um, uh, let's see here. Huh. It's kind of hard to go to. You got uh, first, I mean, second, third place, all Delvers. So really, no reason to speak about what what's in a Delver deck because you already know. Uh, this one is a little bit different. 
I mean, uh, let's go look for our starts. Read off all these decks. I don't want to be pretty much I'm looking. They're all the same. One is a little different with eugenic growth and the other one doesn't. But same creatures, Delver, Dungeon Guys, Invisible Stalker, Snapcaster Mage. And Man Leaks and Vapor Snag. And God St. Trash. Pretty much same. Got the Pikes. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not even going to get into that. But anyway, but yeah, that's just, um, you know, that's just a hot deck. You know, it's just, just want something different. Want to see, you know, kind of basically kind of like, remember when, um, this one deck, was it one deck called again? I forgot what it was called, uh, um, Man, I had a deck in my mind. I cannot remember. It's been so long since anyone played it. Uh man. Why well, I cannot remember. Um, I, that's the reason I'm just drawing a blank the name of the deck is it's been so long since the deck's since the deck's been played. I cannot uh remember. Oh yeah. Soul Flare. Remember, Soul Flare was the big thing. That's the only thing that was out. That's everything. Oh, Soul Flare, Soul Flare. That was like Soul Flare. Ah, and then, you know, pretty much. That was a big deal, but that was a little bit different. I guess, but then it just, mm, dropped down and, and right now I've seen a lot of people, uh, I haven't seen any, too many people play uh, Mage Blade. You know, that's pretty much a big thing. Uh, most of them to play it online and actual physical play. I know Delver is a deck. And when you do events like this, you gotta play the best. But me personally, if, if I was going to a, uh, one of these type of events, I would play something totally, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play a Delver. I mean, yeah, there's money online and stuff like that, but it's, to me, I get better, bigger satisfaction than something I built myself so I know how to play and it will be just and just to come close to winning with it would be even good enough for me like uh I was listening to um uh limited resources with uh with Marshall and he said something that that made me almost stop my car and pull over and start clapping my hands is that he'd rather play something he built over getting a list from somebody else. And I will clap. Marshall that. And say thank you for saying that. Because that, that right there. This, this just shows the, the true. True. Uh, brewer inside him. And that. I just gained much respect for him saying that. So if you're a brewer. And you really don't have limited resources. Even though they only they um, really don't touch much, but it's only standard or anything like that. Mostly just a draft and stuff like that. It's he's he's well knowledge on this stuff. You should definitely go out and check it check it out. Listen to him. He's a very good guy, and he knows what the hell he's talking about. So definitely stop by and go there and check them out. So all right, uh, let's then let's get into the last deck here. Get this. Crap off my screen. Oh no, I didn't want that. 
That's actually what I want to talk about. And uh, the fourth place one is um, Black White Tokens. And it's um, three Swords, War and Peace, four Champion of the Paris, four Doom Travelers, three Heroes of the Playhold, four Honor Superior, four Entangled um, Virtues, two Oblivion Rings, two Gopher Throats, four Minute Hauntings. Huh? Oh, okay, there it is. I was about to say. So where that? Okay, one White Sun Zenith, four Gather Town Folks, four Lingering Souls. Ten planes, four swamps, four isolated chapels, three vaults, um, cyborg, mortar pod, shrine legions, stony silence, slash supers, soren, and revoke resistance. Alright. Pretty much your standard black white. Um, we probably different. It's pretty much, you know, same, you know, basis. No matter what type of, uh, black white token deck you see, you're always gonna see Linger Zone and Gather Town folks. So that is it. Um, and this week's, uh, my, uh, uh, deck of the week off here, I will have to, will have to say, uh, be blue, white, pure, um, pure steel. That is my, my deck of the week, the, my, uh, brewer deck of the week here because it's only one and I did not see too many of these being played. And to me, it looks pretty well balanced. Uh, wow. I've not seen that card coming. Pierce of Paladins, four Dispatch, Man Leaks, one Opal, two Ponders. <sighs> huh. It's a rough deck to play. Pretty much all your stuff is artifacts. Creatures that the champions still. Man, he really wants steel. Yes, he did. A couple of white creatures, dispatch man leaks. Man, me personally, I would have took out one husk, one mortar pod, one sword, one piece, maybe two, whatever. I would at least try to put some type of timber steel in here. Because he would have killed. I mean, that's just me. Like, mm. but it, it worked. I mean, top sixteen, so you can't really complain. I, I can't. How many people come to these events? Like over two hundred, and make sixteen place. Can't beat that. I say the deck was bad or thing, but that's just probably what I would have done. Is it uh, that pretty much? That's that's my bird deck of the week. I mean, this just like last week it was a uh, glitz control, so they tried to play. And it turned out pretty well. So, that is pretty darn good. But pretty much that's, that's my intake on, on these decks. They're out now. Uh, not bad, fellas. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Alright, let's get into my next part. Hill. Dun, 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 dun. Rules changes. Alright, I'm not gonna break down the whole concept of it because that'll just take too damn long. And I'm trying to make this, this podcast, you know, and try to bore y'all on, on, on bring the, the hip hop flavor to it. You know, my, my take on it and stuff. So, pretty much all the stuff that I get from it is that 
Now they changed it around so that um uh it triggers basically the saying you don't have to you're paying your opponent opponent Mr. Trigger. Now you're not gonna get in trouble for not announcing the trigger to the other player. If I'm wrong about this, let me know. But that's what I got when I was listening to the podcast and the article I'm seeing in front of me. So basically, you can announce it. If it benefits you, if not, you don't have to say anything at all. Pretty much. Um, pretty much that's, that's how it should be. I mean, if you got a trigger that helps you and it'll help me at a particular moment, I shouldn't have to say anything. You know, I... If you're smart enough to play magic, then you're smart enough to announce the triggers. But if you forget, that is your fault. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying is, you know how to play magic. Sometimes you're going to miss this stuff. Hell, I miss it all the time. Every time I play a new deck, I always miss something. Like, you should play this. Oh, I get it. It takes time. But some people are nervous as hell. They're like, oh my God, I did not know I could do that. So I mean, it's 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 this it happens like that. So now, really, you don't have to announce it unless it really if it benefits you or not. But my thing of it is, when you're at an event, the rule applies. But you're at Friday Night Magic, it doesn't apply. You still have to announce triggers missed at Friday Night Magic. You know how to say that? Bull mother... You know what? Man, that's crap, man. That right there just, just bothers me so much. You know what I mean? It's... You play... I mean, understand, Friday Night Magic is supposed to be fun. But... I'm telling you this down, people. You play Friday Night Magic, play like you're at a tournament. Play like you're at an event. Play by the big boy rules. Because it's, it's, it's only doing it to make you better. Friday Night Magic is not T-ball. When you put the ball on on a little thing and go and hit it. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with T-ball. Because certain little kids need that and stuff like that. Alright? I mean, it's... But... Then you have some leagues that where they don't have T-ball. They have more of a, of a pitcher... I mean, of a... Uh, Cause like like back in the day, how we used to do it when when I used to play the ball when I was little, the coat it would do same old three strikes. Then when you didn't when you didn't get it, then you put the t ball, t stand up and you hit it. Let the young players strike out, then correct them. You need to play by the rules of all at all times. Cause then you're gonna get to an event, then you're gonna end up forgetting. You know, the rules that you play by and play like you play playing F&M, it's going to screw you up. I think I think that's a bunch of bull job, man. I, I, I mean, don't don't change the rules just for one event and expect everybody to follow the rest. Play full standard. I mean, I mean, some people will, you know, as you notice, I use a lot of sports analogies because based on I'm a sports guy. 
also too. Um, but uh, it's like I, it's, you know, also I can see the point of it is is like um, uh, college football when a receiver catches the ball, one foot in bounds, complete catch. You go to the NFL, two feet need to be down to make uh, make the pass complete if you fall out of bounds. Well, a lot of college players, when they talk, how they prepare, they be- prepare for the NFL by in college playing by NFL rules. The rules are placed there saying they only need one, but they prepare themselves to go for two. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how you should do it, man. Prepare for the big leagues. Prepare for the big leagues. And I believe that's will uh it will set you free. You'll be more knowledgeable. It, it's, it's just getting it that's what I'm saying, is get in a habit of playing like you're playing at the big end. So when you when, when you when you do it, you know it's uh you know that's and, and you you're, you're prepared for it. But also, what I'm trying to say is, you want to remember your triggers, right? And it 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 will it will help you it will help you remember your triggers when you go to an event when because when we play an FM, people remind you you had to play this trigger. So basically, it's helping you to remember to play the triggers when you go to FM. I mean, go to the main event in case you you forget why you're at the other one. So that's just the minor side of that. It's just I just just hate the two different type of world changes, but I know it has been there. So that's just 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 the way it is. So let's just get along with it. All right, uh. I am going to hit up, give you the whole one of what I what I played at um, F and M. I played a glitz, type of type of glitz control deck. Um, the deck worked out very well. It's just I just, uh, Mirrorton Crusader, is what killed me, not my deck. You know, once that sucker get in there, you know, it's pretty much pretty much over. And uh, just one uh, guy I was playing with, he, got, he was able to equip the Butcher's Cleaver before I was able to get some type of source out to, to take him down. So, you know, once the Cleaver's on there, it's done. There's nothing I could do. So, but, pretty much everybody else I played a beat. Uh, just getting to it here. Uh Go on my Creatures Blades. If you want to find out more about the deck, I played at FNM. Um, I have the link up on the website. Hopefully today. Alright, um, my creatures were, uh, three Glisses, two Grave Titans, two Pillars Mirrors, one, uh, Replica, one is still Hell Skite, um, um, Hell Reason why it's not, uh, uh, Ma- not Massacre Worm, what's that damn card called, um, uh, worm coal engine is because I don't have a worm coal engine, so I train them all the way. I know the big fuss over and stuff though, but I kind of like to still help Sky more because it goes over the sky anyway. And two primal titans. Alright. I'll go to each piece first. Um, the primal titans. Um, I did not have a problem with my mana. 
curve. I only had 22 lands in my deck. But I, the mana was just flowing. Flowing. I, I mean, it's, to me, there's no reason for um, Primal Titans in his deck. And this is what I preach the most about when I talk about building decks. Play testing. I mean, trial and error. I mean, yeah, I'm pissed at loss, but I understand how I lost by it. So next week when I go play, I'll be ready. There will be no primeval titans in my deck. Uh, yes, yes. No primeval titans in my deck. The card that I should have put in there, because knowing that everybody's playing most people white American Seder, is I should have put in, I'm watching, I am going to put in, I'm taking out the two primeval titans and throwing in two dungeon guys. Because if I had that dungeon guys out there, I could have took care of that American Seder and I could have came in and, and, and smashed them in from there. Basically, that's that's what I'm gonna try to do next time. So, so basically, pretty much, problems with Titans are gone. I don't need them. So basically, I don't, I don't have no Eve Monks or anything like that. So I don't really need to play Primal Titans. I got no Wolf Runs. No reason to play Primal Titans. He's pretty much dead when it comes to this deck. So, Dungeon Geist is the way to go. So basically, it gives me more room on my sideboard to put some other other stuff in. Um, my other spells are uh, two ratchet bombs, three mana leaks, two um, dissipates, um, two grooks, uh, relentless, one beast within, three favorite snags, one curse, death hold, which the card is the bomb. I really gonna put another one in my sideboard because that card right there helped me out a lot against some of these other decks. Playing um, um, uh, what's the name? Um, the pure Gizzy white creature. Um. Plus one, plus one. Um, Rabbit Gross. I think I bumped that back up to three. No spell bombs. Um, Ponders. Black Zena, Go for the throat. Mimic Vat. Try this two track slips. <sighs> you know, one thing I realized is that. Is that. Uh, um. Oh, did I put? Did I put them in there? I said, let me see. Hold on. I was trying to think. Oh crap! I changed it around. What I was thinking is the this basically deck I played, but I remember I made some last minute changes when I was play testing before Friday Night Magic. Uh, took out. What did I take out? Oh yeah, I took out a. Vapor snag. So I went down to two vapor snags. Then uh where is it at? No, did I go down to yeah, took out one vapor snag and took out one ponder. And uh I threw in um Fantasmal Images. So just wanna test to see how that was. No, actually, no. I take it back. I take nothing. Yeah, I took them out of my sideboard. Sideboard. I took out a um, um, flash freeze and a dismember. Yeah, I took out flash freeze dismember. Put in Phantasm image that when I was playing my game, I went took out one favorite snag and one ponder. Put them in there. Phantasm image underneath a mimic vat is boss. It's boss. Then when you, if you ever get to tighten out, they destroy it. Get your, uh, I got another member at my. I had another member in my sideboard. I put it in that game too. I drew that. Put that underneath there. Next, next following, then uh, later in the rounds, he took out my uh, 
Clear Titan, which I just slide and eat there. Boom. I, I had basically had enough mana to play, um, you know, basically play a Titan. So I had six mana out, but I would play more Mimic Bats. So basically that's how I was winning most of winning my games. Mimic Batting a, a Titan on the battlefield. Got the two. Um, um, Fantastic Image, that one. Get out another two. Swing out the other ones. Get another two. Uh, I mean, put my, I, I was the smashing face all day. Cause I was able to, uh, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, where is it at? Uh, Ratchet Bomb. Back and forth with the glisses to control his board. Then I was able to come in and smash face from my mind. So then it's, the deck is boss, but Primal Titan is, that's what screwed me up the most. And, uh, thinking about, um, Moves some stuff around here. Um, little battles, uh, mirror Battlesphere. A lot of people don't play that card anymore. That card right there smashed so much face. It smashed so much face. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. If <laughs> I, was, I was playing one match and I was able to put out my uh, my second, my memory bat, I think it was my third round, I mean third match. And... Um, they they uh, basically clear the board with their judgment. So basically, I just put out my mirror ballosphere, and I was just popping guys. Uh, I mean, it's you get out that seven mana, it's, it's pretty much over. Usually, I would put in Karn, but really the deck he was playing really didn't have too many things I really didn't worry about exiling or controlling. So so that's why I do it. I mean, I got two seven drops. Mana was slow enough for me to pop out seven. So that's the reason why I was using them because I want to see if. The mana flow was going right for me to play seven. Well, with the rapid growth and stuff, helped out a lot. Um, but the middle battle sphere with that underneath the mimic vat, perfect. Man, cannot beat it. Because if they don't get rid of my tokens when it comes back, because you know they come in, tokens stay, but he leaves. So me tapping in, doing, my, I, mean, I mean, that's what I want. I mean, I was winning by other creatures, but I went off mimic vat. Man, I missed playing Mivac, and I should have been playing with Mivac a long time ago. It is key. To me personally, when it comes to if you got a creature playing tokens, that's the card way to do it. So basically, also I'm playing with it as much as I can before it, uh, before it goes out of cycle. So it's definitely a card, but it's a card I definitely would be playing at Extended. That's all I gotta say. But, uh, I'm gonna tell you, the Still Hell Sky is. Definitely a boss card to play with. Especially if you got the mana flowing. Um, I really want to try to put some birds in here. You know, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's going to take a little, a little revamping of the deck because really, if I think about it, um, I don't know. I just, just, I'll just have to drop. I think I'm definitely going to drop one nil spell bomb, put that into the, uh, um, put that into a sideboard. Rub it off. I need to, and I don't know. It's just I really bump up on a couple of things. The Garooks, and uh, that's another thing I like about it too is producing tokens. Because when I play the when I play the Garooks, I can sometimes bounce my own. If they don't got nothing else smaller for me, I can bounce my own tokens, flip them over, and start searching for cards when I have multiple tokens out on the battlefield. So I mean, it it, it helps. Um. Thinking 
I don't know. I like kind of like the Beast Within inside, but sometimes I might put the Beast Within in the sideboard and it'll spell bomb inside the sideboard. Then uh, I figure out a way, but then put in two birds to put in the Dungeon Geist in there with the birds. Then I think I might help the, the, the mana flow a little bit better. But pretty much the way my creatures are removal and all kind of stuff works out pretty darn well. I was also thinking about putting, um, what's his face in there? Um, uh, uh, why can't I remember his name? <clears throat> the mage in there. Let's see, let's see what the guy's name is again. For some reason I cannot, I don't know why I can never remember his name. But I don't play with a car for a while, Snapcaster. And that's what I'm trying to think of. I used to think about Snapcaster, but it just, just wasn't flowing with me. Uh, you put something else in there to get the cups flowing, but yeah, um, I'm gonna have them. I'm not gonna post this deck up yet. Actually, I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna wait till I fix it up. If I put it on there, and that's probably what I'll do with that. But that's pretty much, pretty much what I was playing last week. Could have done better. This is why I was talking about. This is this is another fun part about brewing. It's playing, seeing the flaws and correcting them. That's, I don't know, that's just the fun part of it. Uh, that's basically another, uh, point about playing at FM. It does that for you, so. I definitely, definitely should play this, play this well. Definitely, definitely, definitely help you out in the long run. Now, let me, t- Brewing for yourself is a major, 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 major confidence in playing magic. Um, you know, actually, when the Marshall was talking about that on this podcast, limited uh, resources, it makes so much sense. If you, if you just go and grab a deck from somebody or a list from somebody and build it and play it, and you know, write F and M, if you don't play it enough. Know exactly what you're doing, then then it's not it's not gonna be no good to you. Man, build your own, get some ideas, mix together, get some flavors, and go with it on your own. And it's like me trying to get a a Naya um, pod and uh, trying to play that. And there's so many creatures in there, one drops. I have no idea what to grab. And that and that's one of the hottest decks out now. I would not play that deck because I have no clue what the hell is going on with it. But I have no problem going out playing my Glizzy deck because I know every single thing that's in it. I know everything that's going to come up to it. I know what I need to pull up my sideboard to help me win. All that jazz. Can I beat that, yo? It's definitely, definitely, definitely. Make it your own, player. Make it your own. It's crazy. But that's just my my knickknack tack on that. And pretty much time to uh, wrap it up. Um, talking out my uh, shout outs to uh, all my homies. Uh, Evil Beard. Uh, here on Twitter. Homies at uh, uh, Man Deprived, KYT, and all them. Big J Boosh, my man. 
and uh, Mr. Medina. And always my big, uh, my big bruh, uh, Mr. Sky Mac. Um, I'm supposed to be playing uh, uh, Mass Effect 3 on the box. And uh, my daughter was sick that day. I wasn't able to get out, man, and he hammered me. <laughs> uh, so, Mac, apologies, homie, man. We need to get together and uh, hit, hit up that Mass Effect 3 when we get a chance. And uh, I'll get it, get it pop locking. And pretty much all, I'm gonna give a shout out to all of our new, uh, all of our, our new listeners, uh, our new followers on Twitter. I appreciate everything that you do. Uh, buy some information, all that good, all that good wise. And uh, also, I'd like to give a big what's up to uh, Def and stuff, and who is Les. You know, he kind of helped me out with my, because uh, the deck I tried to put together. I put it together kind of quick. Um, I've been kind of busy this week. I didn't really have a chance to get it all going. But uh, he definitely, you know, got me got me riding up and stuff. So He definitely, definitely helped me out with, a, th- with a, uh, a lot of information on the decks that I, on, on my deck, like uh, spell bombs, trying to give me the right kind of mana curve. Stuff so that's pretty darn tight, and I, and I appreciate uh, y'all listeners actually following me and uh, giving the what's up, what's up. Also, I want to give a what's up to Chris. Man, dude, we, we got to get back, got to get back to the old days, man. Me and you, me and you on uh, on, on on the brainstorm, man. You know, talking up some bullshit. So. If you're listening to this, homie, get at me. Let's do this again. Let's get it pop locking. But once again, I'm your host, Tyrone. I want to thank everyone for listening to the brainstorm. And we will catch you on the flip side. Holla.